Welcome to Paytech Talk, the podcast about payments. Enjoy the show. Uh, well, welcome to Paytech Talk. And today we have, I think, one of our more interesting episodes. First, I'm your co-host, uh, Elliot Lyons. And I'm your other co-host, Emily Robita. And who do we have with us today online? So you've got me, Monica Mijares. Cool. Monica, can you tell just our audiences, like who you are, what you do, what you like to do? Yeah. So, well, the question who you are, it's very broad, usually, <laughs> like, you know, focused on work. So I'm a product leader. Uh, I've been in fintech since what I call the beginning of fintech. I joined, my career has been in financial services since the very start, but I was able to jump from corporate to one of the very first digital challenger banks in the UK about eight years ago. So now built myself a career building uh, new banks from scratch. Been doing this for the past eight years in the UK and in Southeast Asia. So now I work in BigPay and we are one of the top players in the country in Malaysia. Oh, wow. Cool. You've had, that sounds like you've had an exciting career. Yes, it's been very entrepreneurial. Oh, good. I mean, obviously you've had an exciting career. I'm sure you've had a lot of unique experiences during your career. And one of them, I'm guessing, was what I saw last week at Money 2020 on, it was called This is the Sound of Payments. And you hosted this uh, session where you described different payments trends and two poets and a DJ provided like the musical accompaniment and sound and words. So can you just take us through what that was like and the session at Money 2020? Yeah, well, that was an amazing session mm. from my perspective. But what, if you watch the videos, like the crowd was very into it as well. So I can say it was a, a really good session. So basically what we had, it was like a proper experimental session. And the, the reason behind it, there was like two things. One, in the industry, we need to learn, right? Like the industry is right. moving very, very fast. So part of it is learning and learning it's very experiential it's not just reading from books and podcasts and blogs it's like it's experiential as such and then the other it's like in the industry we really want to achieve our objective as an industry of helping people we need to think differently we need to innovate and part of the session it had that spirit right of doing something different innovative creative because like, yes, you mentioned you had like me on stage, but it was not just your traditional panel or your traditional like speech. Like we also had a DJ and we had two poets. We've never met before. We've spoken before on Zoom, you know, but it's like we've never met before. And then basically what we did was as I was talking through the trends of fintech that we had, I went through four. Basically what they would do, it's like I would talk. And then the poets were in the background listening to my words. They are not payments experts. They are not fintech experts. They are poets. And then they would listen to what I was saying. And then impromptu, they were writing poetry. And then basically when I finished my beat, I would be like, DJ, how does that sound? And then the DJ would start, you know? And then basically I could go walk back and then the poets could come to the front of stage and they, they would start like doing their thing that it's like kind of like spoken word rap slash poetry slash super cool with the sound of the DJ behind. And then they took the key words of what I said and they turned it into a beautiful poetry slash song. And then at the end, of course, we had the chorus and then we tried to engage the audience. So at the end of every mini performance, then Goodsy or YA that they are the poets, they could be like, so 
it's like it's, they would finish like saying so the sound of what and then the audience good response the sound of payments it was super fun it was really really good thanks for that explanation so like how do payments sound then like <laughs> how did it come across since you you've been in the industry a while like do you think it was accurate and do you think they should have chosen a different music style. Do you think like some more like house or techno would have been better or like, <laughs> I don't know, samba or like, uh, classical or some like improvisational jazz? Uh, or yes. like death metal would have been better for yes. the well, <laughs> so, We're opening to a big question, right? I think classical is not the right answer because we're trying okay. to do the opposite to classical, right? We're trying to be disruptive, but I think it was very upbeat and it was very right. engaging. And I think that was the right, the right uh, tone because then the industry is changing. It's changing fast. It's upbeat. It is innovative. So I think mm -hmm. they chose, they chose the right one. But as you now, you were saying like samba. Somebody was like, "Oh, are you bringing like your Latin, you know, like your Latin spirit on stage?" I'm like, "No, no, no, wait. <laughs> I'm like, we're not dancing here." Okay. Uh, yeah. Maybe the next time it'll be more in interactive, where the, there will actually be uh, some, dance, some dancing, or I was gonna say audience participation. They can write their own, but <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a experimental idea. True. Uh, can you say a little bit more? Because you said you, you talked about trends. So just really quickly, what trends did you uh, talk about on stage? Yeah. So starting with summarizing it in plain English, the first one is simplicity. And then basically that one, it was like two use cases. One is interoperability and the other one is embedded finance. So basically the examples or the key points of what I said was like, hey, embedded finance, we as humans, we're not like, oh, I'm going to go to the bank for a loan. We don't think about that. We're thinking, oh, I need a new computer. I need a new TV. I want to go on holiday. I want to go studying. And basically at that point, then you're like, oh, I don't have enough money. I need a loan. And basically what we're doing with embedded finance is we're bringing financial services to customers at the touch point where they are thinking about that rather than, you know, just selling a financial product as such. That's the power of embedded finance, especially if we think about it for us as individuals and for businesses, most businesses, enterprise, if we really basically make it very simple for them. And then when it comes to interoperability, like we're seeing we can simplify that to collaboration. It's like collaboration across industry, across countries. I gave an example about QR payments in, in Southeast Asia. So let's say when QR payments started maybe two, three years ago, you could see each of the brands, each of the players, they had their own protocol. But then shortly after, we have the national QR payments system that it's like a very specific protocol. Each of the countries had their own protocol, but now what we're seeing is that, let's say, I that I live in Malaysia with my Malaysian bank. I can go to Thailand and I'll scan the QR code of Thailand with my Malaysian bank. So that is like pure interoperability across the region, which is super cool. That was trend number one. Thanks for giving a short rundown on those two. Actually, those, I think those are the two most important ones that uh, that affect the industry, I guess, both from like uh, the consumer side and the business side, of course. Sure. Yes, both. And so moving into more of the payment sound and maybe like around the world, we're currently a lot of our subject matter on Paytech Talk at the moment is about global 
payments, payments around the world, things like that. So we're kind of wondering, do you think that payment sound would differ in different places around the world? I could think so, definitely. So going back to what Elliot was saying, maybe some part of the world it's more like, uh, I don't know, like jazz or like Latin America, it could definitely could be more like samba, zumba, salsa. You know, mm. it's like, uh, yes, definitely. In Korea, it could be more like, I don't know, I don't know the right word, like pop, all the pop stars that you have in Korea. Yeah, that would be fun. cool too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that could be cool. So actually, yeah, it could be, well, this is like, off topic, but just imagine a world where it's like, oh, cool, we go around the world <laughs> doing the sound of payment. And then by region, we change the type of music. That's going to be interesting. That would be super cool. Definitely, for sure. And then also, what is some innovation that is happening in payments? And maybe that has to do with payment sound, um, if you have any off the top yeah. of your head. Well, yeah, somebody wrote to me recently. And he had a payment method that was activated with sound, actually. And I was like, that is super cool. I don't remember the exact details, uh, but it was like, exactly, the, the payment method. He was talking about something uh, in an agriculture setup where basically okay. we didn't have all the infrastructure, but it was like, oh, that sounds interesting, cool, different. And exactly, it uses the sound as part mm -hmm. of the mechanism of payments. Well, I don't know. That seems like it's pretty futuristic. The other day I read something about like, it was even more sci-fi as it was something about like, like you think about something and then that would happen. Like the connected payments, like that was like connected to some sort of neural network in your brain. And oh. you could like, yeah, it was really like sort of on that level of uh, things. I forget what it, what it was exactly, but it was something like really far, far out there. Uh, was it a an, a concept or was it like happening as a pilot no, it was, somewhere? It was like an experimental thing. I read it in one of the many magazines you get in the <laughs> world in twenty twenty. I forget who the author was. Uh, it was a big bank, but it was something like truly far out there. And you, know, you said like abandoned payments. It's like, well, this is really like embedded, literally. You know, it's like, oh, like I want a pizza, and then it's like, would you like to order a pizza? <laughs> and then, <laughs> but. It's, it's a good point between like uh, embedded payments and also interoperability because, of course, as consumers, we just want something to be easy, easy and frictionless. And the way to do that is to make it like as few sort of, you know, barriers to buying or experiencing something as possible. So, uh, I mean, in most cases, in some cases, like buying a house, you want some friction, right? <laughs> like you, you, want, you want it to take a little bit more time. So... Mm, everything's yeah. uh everything's in order but yeah in general uh exactly. i think frictionless is where we're going so what's something about payments a cool fact that people usually don't know oh it's super complex that's it payments is complex it sounds oh, for us as users it's like oh you just tap you just pay online yeah. we take it for granted but no it is a complex process behind it the, the tech behind it, the operations behind it, it is a whole, there's a whole industry behind it, right? Yeah. Like just to make a simple payment, there's a lot of, infra of infrastructure that's required to do that. But then I guess like for us in the industry, whether you are very close to the payments team or not, I guess like one thing to take into account is fraud. Fraud is real, it's important, it's going up. So we need to pay more attention on how we are going to manage, well, reduce 
and manage control fraud, especially now with, you know, like the race of AI that it's like, hey, maybe like social engineering will be easier for fraudsters because just like as we as an industry are like, oh, AI, AI, let's simplify, let's make everything better. Of course, yeah. like organized crime is going to do exactly the same thing. So that I'm, I'm actually looking forward to see how all the monitoring and anti-fraud roles and uh, companies are going to be doing going forwards as part of the innovation wave because of AI. Yeah, that's going to, I mean, the impact is definitely going to be significant, but it's, tr mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting to see exactly what that is. Well, thank you, Monica, for coming on Paytech Talk. Uh, this was a super interesting episode about payments and sound. Um, so thank you very much. Thank you, guys. The pleasure is mine. Thank you. You've just been listening to Paytech Talk, the podcast about payments. Paytech Talk is brought to you by Cognito Amsterdam. Thanks for listening.